Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. And we're back. Another episode. I feel better. I had to take You look pro- better. I had to take pro pi- probiotics. I I wish that every well, no, I'm happy that people didn't witness you dying. But you looked so increasingly sick. Last week it was like you started out with some color and then I've never seen someone's health disintegrate so quickly. <laughs> really quickly. Yeah. You must be very set. You were, your body's like very sensitive. I'm so sensitive. As a matter of fact, I'm so sensitive that my friend Patty, who was on this show, and Bob were both like, "Yeah, well, you're really sensitive." And I was like, <laughs> "Okay." Like I thought I've grown out of that sensitivity, but I think I am like overly sensitive, and I think physically and emotionally. Yeah, I was gonna say physically and emotionally. Yeah, oh, I'm ve- like if one thing happens to me physically, I'm like, "Well, that that's it." Right. <laughs> I'll be doing this from my deathbed. You'll be visiting me in the hospital. Yeah, it could have Children's been Children's Memorial Hospital. It could have been your facial expression too, but all the color went out of your skin. I was I was sick. I yeah. was legit sick, and I think it's because I taken antibiotics the week before because I was no sick, good, and I didn't take probiotics, and so yep. my stomach like was killing me. And so my, of course, I call my mom because Italian moms know everything. She's like probiotics. If she's correct, I, I, but I paid fifty dollars for like yep, some that's right. probiotic, but it worked. I love how Italian moms know stuff and they stay up on the times. Oh, probiotics they know everything. Have been in like in the past like two years. That's like where probiotic gut health has gotten its heat. But Italian moms and I, yeah, I'd say Italian moms, maybe also Jewish moms. <laughs> my mom's a little behind on the times, but she knows. What was your like if you were sick and you were a kid? What was the what was your mom? She's I've got first of all, did you lie to get sick and not go to school? Um, sometimes, but I could so, only because I, I did it a lot. I could only really pull that over my dad because I lived with, after my parents got divorced, they had a really bad divorce. My dad cheated on my mom, and then it came out that he had cheated on her like a bunch of times. My sister lived with my mom, and then I split time between my mom and my dad. And Why didn't I, your sister go to your dad's? She hated him. She was and she's upset. younger. She's younger. She was angry at him for having an affair. And you weren't angry. I wasn't angry in the same way. She was. She was I'm so. I'm telling pissed. you, Emma. You are a for your whole life. You've been a 45 year old midtown businessman. Yeah. It's oh 100. percent I was like, I get it. <laughs> Bitches be tripping. Even my mom. They, these ladies are crazy. I mean, and he. This woman that the first woman that he like had an affair with that he like brought around was this woman Carol, who I've been who I have jokes about because I say that she was a little person. And the truth was is, she really a little person? The truth is this. And the truth is probably funnier than the joke I've written. The truth is we you couldn't tell if she was a little person or not because she was kind of curvy. Right. And she was right on the cusp. So the It's like four cu- eleven. Mateo, yes. She was literally four it was like four eleven and a half. <gasps> so people were like, Is she a little person? I'd be like, I don't know. So I have jokes about her being a little person and us being the same height, but the truth is visually you can't quite tell. And it's right. fucking weird because you can't. How do you? What do you? you Does he you, still talk to Carol? No, she turned out to be fucking nuts, moved, and then she moved, and now she's like in a relationship with women. My father and uh, I have what? similar tastes, and we, you know. Psycho, psycho. Yes, women. and I had I, this great therapist I had in Boston said, she goes, because after Carol was like someone else, then someone else, then someone else, then someone else, then someone else, and then the crazy of all the crazy, this fucking psycho person. I don't say the word crazy lightly because it's dismissive this woman was truly awful because she, she wasn't just crazy she was mean her name what was, kind of person is your dad to be able to go with these types of women because i'm imagining like white my, wasp quiet well the thing is is my stepmom now is one of the most wonderful people i've ever Do you think met he's cheating on her no and i've asked him because the thing is so after crazy cynthia this cynthia was nuts 
my dad was single for a little while, and then he, no, not no. He, what am I talking about? No, he wasn't. He wasn't single at all. He they is they, he a monogamous? Is he is he like a relationship? There's guy? always he an overlap. Like, really? You know what I'm saying? That, Does that sound familiar? Yeah, ding ding ding. Mm-hmm. But this my stepmom now is smart, independent. My dad would always like be. So she's buying women a lot of stuff. No, she's and she, but she's super gay friendly. She's so fucking cool, and it, they've been together a long time. And I, rem- my dad now doesn't cheat on her. I mean, he's never cheated on her. He was like, I'm actually how old really is he now? Well, so, that's so funny you asked that. My mom's like, yeah, he doesn't cheat on her because he's tired. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's seventy two. Oh, he's not cheating on anyone. And but he cheating. Lo- I gar- I you swear you can't on- cheat if you can't get it up. My dad, I'm sure he still does. I'm teasing. I just got a feeling. But he, but he. Uh, I have no doubt doesn't cheat on her and he totally is in love with her and she likes him for the right reasons. Isn't it weird that we're able to talk about our parents so adult-like? Yeah. I mean, you are talking about your dad's cheating history. Right. And it's like nothing. And I love... None of it bothers you? Like, none of it... It did for years. I was so angry at him but the thing I've noticed too because now I've been in a relationship with a lot of people who don't talk to their parents and that's something I want to change because a lot of it's it's tough because if someone has abandonment issues and it carries over into the current relationship, that can be hard. And then I'll feel bad. So I'll like put up with stuff I shouldn't. It's like a whole thing. But with my dad, I always would be angry about him cheating. But, th- but what I makes me still think he's a good parent is I think the biggest thing parents can have is like desire to be in their kid's life. My dad always like wanted to be like I never questioned if my dad super loved me. He just also loved going online. And meeting women. But people are complicated. So did you. But so did I. Yeah. <laughs> and then after crazy fucking Cynthia, I had a stepmom because there was people I was dating. And she goes, you're recreating your relationship with Cynthia with these women. I said, yes. Wow. Yes, I am. How yeah. long was he with Cynthia for? He was with her for a couple years. And this woman was fucking nuts. She had definitely had like borderline personality something. Yeah. And she would lie. And then like there would be times where there's a couple times I remember like watching TV with her and she'd go, I was married to that person. I go, what person? This is a fictional character. She goes, I was married to them. And I go, it's a fictional character. She goes, I had two kids with them. And I'm like, are you crazy? And I'll be like, look, you're having an episode right now. You're crazy. And then she'd be like, how dare you say I'm crazy? You said that to her? I, towards the end, I would because this, and then all of a sudden she'd be quiet for a minute and then not remember it even happened. And I was like, how did, why would your dad even find her and marry her? Well, so I was angry. Marry. That, that's what, well, he didn't marry her paperwork. He gave her a huge giant wedding engagement ring and never signed the paperwork. What does Thank your dad God. do for a living? He's a math teacher, but he's like really smart with his money. I was like he, a math he teacher. He invests a lot. And then he got a thousand dollar loan. <laughs> he is so smart with, he's so good at like budgeting and money. He built his house, he saves his money and then he invests it well. He's very different from I. Like he loves Sam's Club. You've been to Sam's Club. I have no idea what Sam's Club it's is. This, I know what I've seen it. It's where but you I, buy like seventy tubs of mayonnaise well, for no who reason. Needs seventy tubs of mayonnaise. My dad for no who? reason. Any what condiment. Is he? He's you need, seventy-two. He needs the tubs for the year. Seventy-two years. tubs for mayonnaise. He's just very like he's so like budget oriented. You know everything's within the budget. That's like that Joan Rivers joke. She's like, "Who are you making sandwiches for, God?" You don't need 72 large jars of mayonnaise. You're not going to make it to the goddamn checkout counter, you old crumb. That's Joan. That's, <laughs> That's how she opened joke. her shows. Oh, she's so That's funny. So great. She goes, everyone should be shot at 75. You'll get great apartments. <laughs> See, I, I am looking forward to be 75 because I hope I could just like sit back and chill. And I'm hoping I'm with someone I like at that point. It's probably going to be us. Doing uh, you know what's so funny is I was talking to my therapist and he was talking like, well, how do you envision yourself in the future? Mm. And it was, of course, I'm like, in Italy, painting. He's like, yeah. why didn't you say with someone? Oh, fuck off, like, therapist. <laughs> what? 
it's what? That's a sh- shade? Is he throwing shade at you? I don't even even know if you knew what the word shade meant. Why not with someone? I don't know, hobag. I was like, I didn't think about it. I don't know. I'm trying to be happy for myself. Yeah. There's too many mixed Dick messages. White. You have to be an independent woman, but also be in love with someone. I love that I that's can't. the message that you're receiving. I can't. Well, be because every woman. song is like, independent woman, I do right. about myself. And then it's just like, you know, I guess when I try and be independent, it's like, hmm, you need someone. That is you're such a good up. point. That's yeah, such a good point. Too many, music is too many mixed messages. That's funny. I also realized that my mother, without her knowing, has raised me codependent because did you discover this in therapy no i discovered this on my own oh that's and I'll, so i'll tell you why because i grew up literally i have 22 first cousins growing right. up and they're all the same age and we're always together mm. there was not a day that went by ask any of my cousins there's not a day that goes by that we're not always together always together like a, we call ourselves the wolf pack one moves in one room we all follow the other room and at a 22 there's always going to be someone to spend time with so you're not spending time alone Whereas I would me, never spend time see, alone me as a kid I was always fucking alone because never. my sister was with my mom and then I would my dad lives in the middle of the woods in Maine he's got 60 acres because he started buying an acre a year when he was in college for like a hundred dollars so he's just accumulated all this land so I'd be out in the middle and of now Maine now he goes by Bob I'm out <laughs> I mean the thing is like I was telling my friend Evan Williams we have to get on the show yeah was like I, I you know like when we lived with each other i would f- i would just like be in the same room as him and felicia his wife and like i just re- like he would get up he would get anxious like if there's too many people in the room like right. felicia's mexican so Which her, i understand her childhood was very similar to mine right. just like constant people blah blah so my cousin would come over her sister would come over and all of us would just be together you just want to be together right. doesn't mean I have to talk to you I just want to be next to something right. I'm like a dog right. who doesn't want to leave the room if everyone else is not there so I'm like realizing that I'm like kind of codependent That's but then I'm home alone and this week I, I have been watching every Christmas movie possible I'm really Do you, are you okay when you're home alone? I'm, I'm fine but I, I've listened to a lot of podcasts or Howard Stern or right. television because I want to like hear talking I feel like so that's I'm better common. when I'm busy right I but get I, that then too. Evan's like you need a relationship and I was like well yeah right <laughs> of course I do thanks for the feedback I know there's a guy in Montreal who I think I'm actually in love with really oh yeah I would marry him have you talked about him before? oh I've never talked about him in this podcast no we met once on like a per- like a we we met on Instagram <laughs> but, you know what I'm saying and um but then, like, we chat with each other, and then we were actually in Florida for the same time at the same night. Oh, and, like, we, like, ran out to meet each other, and I just, like, for, forever, I would marry him. But he had, like, a boyfriend, and then they just broke up. But now he's single again. He, you knew he had a boyfriend when he met up in Florida? He hadn't had one then. And then we were planning on meeting each other. Like, I was going to fly to Montreal, but right. then he, like, had, like, this guy. But then they just broke up. Mm. But part of me is, like, I would marry him. Now, this you, man, I'd marry. how often do you guys talk? Every other day. It's just sort of like, I keep telling him, like, I'm going to marry you. That's what I say to him. Right. And what does he say? He goes, okay. Hmm? Pretty romantic. I know, but it's also just like, we understand that from a distance. Ooh, that's the thing. That's the thing with distance. That, that is like, that, oh, it's really oh, hard. Because if they try and actually, like this guy in Brazil that I talked to, I, I'm really like showing my true colors. This guy in Brazil I talked to is really handsome and nice and sweet and like there's the, just that border, that country border. It makes it so easy because like the second they're like, "Let's meet," I'm like, "Borders can't meet you." Right? I mean, it's just like I totally. Yeah, oh yes. It's also I think when you're in a long distance thing, it puts a lot of pressure on when you do see see each other because you're like you like hype it up so much. I've done it. I went to Paris where this Brazilian guy was and stayed with him for a week. Right. But I'm all he's like so nice and wonderful, and I was kind of a piece of shit. It's a lot. Because I of get pressure. like in my head. Right. Especially when you're like out of your element and seeing the person, 
it's it's really cut. can you imagine i met one guy on a tinder date in new york we kind of had sex and i was like good enough for me so what i flew out to we just like did everything but no pun intended right <laughs> but he was great and then you flew up i think that's totally normal uh maybe yeah, I'm not maybe the it one is i mean it was an expensive hookup right but I, was, I got to speak French and eat good food and have Yeah, and also you're going to a place you wanted to be at anyway. You weren't like going to the middle of like... Middle East. Like, right. Or even that would be kind of interesting. Uh, my friend Henry lives in Palestine and I was like, I don't even know how I would begin to go there. One, I don't even know if I'd want to, but two, like, how does an American even begin to go visit someone who lives in Palestine? I had a I had a thing for a little bit because I was hosting once and someone said they're from Palestine and I blanked and went, cool, what streets? Son of a bitch. <laughs> I was so sick with. last week, I said no to a press junket gig where I would have had to interview Zach Efron and Hugh, <gasps> Hugh Jackman. You said no? I said no, I didn't feel well. What? But also, I didn't... It, I would do no, anything no, 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 no. to Zac Efron? Because let me tell you how this goes. You must once, have been so sick. Once, I'm not that into Zach Efron, but <gasps> once you... Once you get into a fight with Vanessa Williams on the red carpet, you lose your, like, high for talking to celebrities, okay? And I would have had to sit... it was her. It wasn't you. No, I would have had to sit there for 12 hours. I would have had to go in for 12 hours, sit down, and ask stupid questions. You guys, it's so awesome to see... First of all, I don't give a shit about either one of them. And frankly, I want to tell you, Jackman, your last performance in the last X-Men movie was embarrassing for everyone. Him I'm less invested in, but Zac Efron is, like, the perfect male specimen. No, I like them all. They're wonderful, talented, nice guys. How does he get his body to look like that? I like... I think there's medication involved. You think? I mean, I don't think it's, that that's ju- that can't just be chicken and rice. It's well, I actually funny you mentioned that. I watched a YouTube video where he said he puts chicken in a blender and drinks it sometimes because he's so sick of eating chicken that to get his protein he'll blend the freaking chicken. You know what? At this point, and when I listened to that, I was literally eating a donut. <laughs> oh, a donut sounds so good I know. right now. He was talk. I was like, "Do you ever do this? Where like I'll like Google like health and wellness stuff, and I'll think that by I've me, virtue goofed. of me watching health and wellness stuff, that I'm doing something healthy. So I'll like eat osmosis. chips, yeah, and like listen to them talk about being healthy, and I'll be like, oh, makes sense. I crunch, crunch, crunch. I honestly don't watch health video stuff. Ugh, I just that's because you actually do it. No, you work I don't. Out. I, well, I work out. You but work out. I, you see a therapist. I like complain about substance I can't abuse. You don't see a therapist. <laughs> Have you ever seen a therapist? Yes. And I and? saw an amazing one in Boston. I've seen some that were okay. I've seen some that were bad. And then I saw this amazing one in Boston. But I'm getting health insurance January 1st, and I'm going to start seeing a therapist. I need again. to get health insurance. Oh, I need one of our – okay, I need help oh. from one of our listeners. <laughs> I need 17,000 MQMs on Delta. Someone, how do I get them? I don't them? think you can ask that. Someone, how do I get them? I don't know what Wait. to do. I'm going to lose my gold medallion status. Oh, that is tough. And Maybe I, my mom can help you. How? She has tons of frequent flyer points because she goes to Peru a lot to on be Delta? weaving. She goes on Delta and American. Would she just give me 17000 I don't know. Can't Damn, hurt to ask. So I was I was in a room with my mom and I was talking to Mateo and I, and I go, Mateo said, say hi to your mom. So I go, mom, Mateo says hi. And she goes, okay. I'm like, I was like, no, you say hi back. And she's like, I, I meant hi back. I meant hi back. She's She's such a friendly person, but she like comes across as not friendly in some way. Like, okay. I, I need to... I mean, I don't even know what she looks like. Really? I have no idea what your mom Susan looks like. Susan Cheever. Can you a picture of she's not Susan? The, she's not the author. There's an author named Susan Cheever that I am like... Don't say her last name. Don't? Well, is she on Facebook or anything? She is, but she doesn't check it. You know. I mean, that's me. I don't check my Facebook either. I'm over Facebook. Yeah, she doesn't... She never checks her Facebook. 
Um, happy Hanukkah, by the way, to anybody oh, happy listening. Hanukkah, because everyone. I don't, you know, everyone, everyone is always happy. Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. Oh, wait, there needs December, to be more Happy Hanukkahs. December eighteenth at Club Cummings in New York City. I'm doing a Christmas show with Melissa Villasenor, who's Love. on Saturday Night Live, uh, and Henry Kapersky, who's amazing. Amazing. Not the guy you're thinking oh. of. Another guy who's on piano. Okay. And we're doing a Christmas show at Club Cummings. It's a benefit show for LGBT youth, so everyone come. Lovely. And are you guys singing all Christmas songs? Yeah, stuff? I'm singing Christmas solos. Is Melissa Melissa Jewish? I'm doing... No, she's Mexican. Oh. So we're going to both... Because I'm Mexican, we're both going to sing Feliz Navidad. Love it. And I'm gonna we're going to do um, a duet as Owen Wilson and Liza Minnelli. Hilarious. It, she's doing Owen Wilson, obviously. Oh, yeah. It's coming. A lot of fun. Her Owen Wilson is really, oh, really sure. good. I don't even know how she does it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the whole face changes. She's so... She's like... She's so, so good at it. I'll, I, I'll post a picture of my mom for people I, to I want to talk about one, one of my Christmas mornings. Oh, please. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, what was your best Christmas? Uh, when we, uh, the, the, and back in those days, we used to live in the MGM homes, and I remember my father, Vincent Minnelli, who was a director, said, Liza, I made some hot chocolate, and it's going to be a lot of fun. I'm sure I'm going to take a picture of my mom. So she looks a lot like a painter. She is a painter. Is she really? Well, she she's a, like she's a weaver. Paints. What? She's a, she's a weaver. It's funny because people always think I'm Swedish, which I'm not. But my mom's profession is she's a Swedish weaver. What's a? It's the kind. It's a kind of pattern that you do on weaving. Like literally, she has like a loom and like weaves. Does she like it? And yes, and her her business card like not making a joke, like one hundred percent dead serious. She tells my sister, who's a graphic designer, she goes, "I need business cards. I need it to say my name, Susan Cheever." My sister's like, "I'm fully aware of your name." She's like, "I need to say my name, Susan Cheever. Also, hand weaver." And my sister was like, you want your business card to say Susan Cheever Hand Weaver? And she goes, yes. She's like, well, we – she's like, they might – that might come across as a joke. She's like, what's funny about my profession? And my sister, no, it's just – It rhymes. Susan Cheever Hand Weaver. It rhymes a little bit. There's a grocery store uh, and a vacation – my family, the family, owns a vacation home in Galena, Illinois. And there's All a grocery store. 21 Cousin in conjunction? Yes. Wow. And there's a grocery store called Dick's. <laughs> and my grandma refuses to call it that. She calls it Richards. And you know they have like insider cards at grocery stores. They literally have a Dick's insider card. Oh no! Yes, they do. We have a picture of it and everything. That's yes, too they, funny. My grandma's like, she'll be like, let's go to Richards. You mean Dick's? She'll be like, no, the cock store. Like grandma, you mean Dick's? She goes, I'm not calling it Dick. That's. Meanwhile, my grandma wanted a photo. Oh, so the second she met Evan Williams, she wanted a photo of Anthony Weiner's dick. Oh my god! Now there's this lumber place called Dyke's Lumber, and I always <laughs> yeah, think it's, yeah, and I always think it's funny. I'm like, ah ha ha, that's funny. Why? What like, is why? The word, I'm like, what's the origin of Dyke? That word? What does that mean? Flannel. No, it doesn't. What does that word? No, I don't know. Wait, I think I'm it's Latin up. for flannel. <laughs> I hate the word Dyke. Why? I don't like that word at all. It makes me uncomfortable. Well, I don't. I just. I don't know. I don't like it. It makes me feel like it's like an icky. I'm looking up the origin of that word. The origin of dyke You're originally like, meant to be a slur. It has been reclaimed by lesbians who might <sighs> use it as identify themselves as other lesbians. We've but, been but getting what is the original dyke. What does the original word mean? Hold we've on, been getting up. messages from some lesbians, which we really appreciate. And also, yeah, lesbians or queer, bisexuals, or whatever you are, or bisexuals. What's up? But queers, whatever. You know, let us. What's the what's <laughs> the was, best way to be it called? It was slang for um, in the, from the mid nineteenth century to twentieth century. Dyke had been American slang for a well dressed man. With what? a dyked out and out on a dyke, no. indicating a young man was in his best clothes and ready for a night on the town. But I don't understand why they would have dyke. Because lumber. then it's that's well, even more. That is even more. That's bizarre. like a joke. 
is i don't know it's pretty fucking funny but also okay so a dike is also referred to as like a large body of sand so in the what? listen to this is funny if you google it's it i mean i'm praying because my mom would refer to it there's where we would in the summertime we would go to cape cod and there was like a quote unquote like it's called a sand spit but my mom would call it the dike and she'd be like this morning i'll be swimming out to the dike and then as i got older i was like all right, let's just dunes, like, change it. You mean the dunes? It's sand spit dunes, I guess. But they, I think it's the sand dunes. Well, like you fly would, swim out to the dunes, not she, that dike. She got, well, it gets worse because she'd be like, "I'm just gonna swim over to the sand dike and put my toes in it to see the temperature." And I'd be like, "All right, I'm gonna go eat lunch, a picnic on the dike." <laughs> she and did I'd be not like, say she, that. I swear on her. Look she at the said picture that. on Wikipedia. And I, for it's one dike. of those moments where you're like, you're like, you need someone else to be there to be like, someone needs to witness my mom. Like making a tomato cream cheese sandwich, being like, I'm gonna bring this and eat it on the dike. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this can't just be for me. Wow, if you go, if you Wikipedia dike, that is like. Describe what they put up. Oh, everything. That's actually I can the hope dikes on be. bikes, which I've seen in Chicago. Now that gives me social anxiety. Those dikes on bikes give me social anxiety. Right. Well, that I don't, mean, know, I don't like me motorcycles. Out. It's loud they make and me scare nervous. Me. They stress me out and make me nervous. I'm like, you know. I got to figure out the right term for me. I've been trying to like joke more about like my like feelings about like gender stuff, which I feel like that. Also, this is one thing, too. I know it's not the right thing, but anytime like something like obviously is like rude or weird to me, sometimes I'm like, oh, I wonder if it's because I'm gay. Like you can't. So I can't help but wonder that sometimes. Like if someone's rude to you because you're gay or if someone is rude to me or something, I'm like, oh, I want like I had this friend. Well, in- I think that's your natural disposition. People just in- inherently because you're trying to figure like- out what it is. Yeah. And, and that's something that we've both dealt with. So, and, you and know, my I had a friend, my good friend in college was named Shibanya. She was the head of the Caribbean Culture Association, which I was in. Have huh. I told you that well, before? Why? You're from Maine and white. This is OK. So in college, my good friend lived in my floor. Her name's Shibanya. I was in the Public Relations Student Society, and we did a couple events for the Black Student Organization. Mm-hmm. And the Public Relations Student Society, all white girls, Black Student Association, all white girls. No, just kidding. They're all, all black girls, obviously. Right. So we would do their events, and then the president took me aside, and she's like, look, like, would you just want to do it? Like, it's too much, like, working with all of them. So I was like, oh, totally. So I leave Public Relations Student Society and just start doing, like, in-house PR stuff for the BSL. Then in that... One of the girls is like, I'm breaking off. I'm starting a Caribbean Culture Association. We need five people to start a group. We don't have five girls from the islands. Will you be in it temporarily till we find a girl from the islands? I'm like, hell yeah. So I join it, and then we never found a girl from the islands. For, so for two years, I was in the Caribbean Culture Association. And at first, people would be like, what? And then it just became like a normal thing. I'm at all the events. The only time it would get weird is when we go to other schools, and they'd be like, what the fuck is like Justin Bieber doing here? Because it's like people from <laughs> the islands and they'd be like, she does our PR. And me and Shabanya had like, there was one time something, you know, a racist incident happened on campus and she wanted to issue a statement. And she's like, you're the PR person. You write it out. I'm like, I got you. You just tell me what to say. We will communicate it. And she goes, you here. tell those motherfuckers. You say, what's a motherfucker? And she was like using the N word to do. I was like, I can't even type that though. And she's like, you're transcribing for me. You're writing for me. I'm like, all right, all right. Oh my God. So... She was pissed. Something fucked up happened on campus. There was a Caribbean culture event on campus. Mm-hmm. And like like maybe in the city of Boston the same night the event happened, there was a shooting. So the school paper wrote that it was connected to the Caribbean culture event. And I was like, get the fuck out of here. They had a dance that night and that happened in the city. You know what I mean? Like, meh. So she, was, she had me issue a statement and she was like, tell them 
that what I want to know is, do I need to be hanging from a tree for you to take racism seriously? And I was like, Siobhan, you can't write that. And she was like, what? I feel like you shouldn't even be saying this right now. Yeah, I know. I, I was like, I can't say it. I can't say it. So I said that I couldn't write it. And she was like, are you going to be a part of silencing me? And I was like, I'll write it. And then, you know, I was her PR person. So I was like, I don't think, though, that we should put this out. And then she was like, I want to say something. So she ended up having a town hall saying it. She said it beautifully and eloquently and uh we were like bffs in college i was the fucking PR do you still person. talk to her we've lost touch but this was a beautiful thing in the beginning of the relationship she was like she's like i'm gonna be 100 percent honest with you i don't know many gay people and it like makes me a little uncomfortable about your lifestyle and i was like what lifestyle like my lifestyle of being like a fucking idiot because there's nothing to do with me being gay and she's like all right and then we would go like watch tv shows and stuff and i remember i would point out stuff we would talk about like race and then and gender stuff and it was interesting and then by the end of the friendship she was studying to be a judge she goes i'm gonna deal with deal with domestic violence and i go oh yeah like husband and wife stuff and she goes or wife on wife or husband to husband you don't know who's committing violence i was like thanks shabanya and then i was dating someone and she's like watch out for that girl she seems quiet and sneaky i want you to get a good girl and then i it was really it was touching how so what about your you said your what let's go back to your gender problems yeah i want to know i I (laughs) want you to get into that seven issues like what well actually my gender issues aren't even coming up but i feel like i like don't even know how to have sex anymore why okay sex how like at your position like okay i literally have no i used to be Back in the day. What were you doing back in the day? That's so everything. Big. I was killing it. I was a fucking stud muffin. Physically, what were you oh, doing? Oh, the work. And then I, <laughs> I, used I, to, I used to go meet this girl. She worked at this big finance office. I used to go meet this girl. I would take her into the um, I would take her into the bathroom where she worked at this like fancy hotel, and I would have her put her like hands up against the bathroom stall, and I fuck her in the ass with this like sex toy, and like touch her clit, and then I was like, I'm not going inside your pussy. I'm just doing ass and clit stuff, and I'd make her like come like that and then have her Good in the Lord, floor Emma. and then i'd like smack her and, and then this was at leave. the container store container store um, no it's at this fancy building but that, that's when i was killing it but killing well, okay it. let's talk i want to talk about emotionally and then it's been what's diving ever since Why? i don't know how to have sex anymore i don't know i feel like why I'm, can't you just keep doing that because you have to find a willing partner and then like that's a bit a big part of sex is the partner well yeah but let's out. say you find a willing partner which i'm sure there's plenty of willing partners out there if no. you find someone who's into that then what's the problem and also, what does that have to do with gender? That's what I wanted. Oh, to, I that's guess what my issue doesn't at. have to do. Well, okay. So with that particular partner, she was like really good at, like, okay, like I was in that. I for the past, I just don't know who the like the right like identification of a person for me to be with is though. Because like lesbians. Well, what about you? What are you identifying as? Because that might help us solve the problem. I guess I identify as super queer. Like really queer boarding like ra- Richard Simmons. I no. I feel like I'm like yeah, like a 45 year old businessman. I'm like a straight guy because I always relate to what guys say. I was just talking with a guy the other day about because oh somebody asked me this. They go, I got a question. When you go on a date on the first date, who pays? I oh, said, that's such a fucking said, dumb question. And I said me. I always pay. I'm the man one. I pay. I'm the man. I open the doors. I carry the luggage. I'm the man. I'm the man. I'm the man. Pay, 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 pay. I'm the man. But then. I get annoyed at the girl because five months in, 
after I've been paying the whole time, I want her to like chip in for something. But so I get it. I'm like, no, you got to like contribute in some way. So as the man, it's like I do all the stuff, but then I get annoyed when they don't do anything. But the Boston talk, gonna, girls right. vary into like 50 50. I want to dip back into what we talked about yeah. like a couple episodes Are ago. Are you the man in your relationships? Is that problematic of me even to say? Do you? No, what I'm asking is do you feel this is going to. I'm. I feel more like a man than a woman, but I don't then, even. But then I let's like, talk about transgender. Yeah, but I feel like I'm so screwed up. I don't even know what's what right now. Like, like I got I to gotta tell you this. Also, on Monday night, I did something. Did you drink? Yep. Emma, why? Because I was like so, I was so, there's no reason. Yes, but that triggers, that's like. Here's the, the long answer is this. The long answer is because I haven't been doing stuff to like have like health and balance and like all that stuff. So it was like the culmination of all that. You're also in a relationship that you shouldn't be in, and you've kept yourself in it way longer than you should have, and so it's not allowing you to be emotionally evolving. Right, and I've so got part a lot of, of this chaos be, going on. You may, you may be emotionally oppressed. Right, and we're not together, but we still live together, so there's that. But that's that. all that is. Yeah. There's, do you understand what I'm saying? Like, when you're living with toxic energy... Right. Right? And I'm not saying that this person is toxic. I'm yeah, saying she's not. The it's the combination. Yeah, correct. of course. Yeah. When you're living with that and you know you don't have a safe haven to go to, everything else outside of you starts to become right. less clear. Right. And Especially so, when your work, I feel like being in entertainment definitely doesn't help. Because it's but like... What's it, today is the 13th. You're supposed to be moving into a new place in, in two days. Yeah, I'm going to Park Slope. Get this. Don't my, tell people where you're going. Oh, well, it's just Park Slope in general. Okay. Surprise. Get this. My a coffee person in Park Slope at the Swedish coffee shop heard my voice and said, oh, my God, are you Mateo Lane? I said, yeah. She goes, I listened to yours and Emma's podcast. Well, hello. Right by Union, right by Union Hall. I forgot her, her name, but hello to her. She recognized you from my your voice. voice. Isn't that? That's hilarious. Isn't that wild? That happened, like that's happened to me with Wake Up With Taylor. And it's Chicago like. Chicago voice. Yeah. They're like, are you Emma Wilman? I'm like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Someone recognized me from Ghost Hunt last night. Really? I was getting empanadas with uh, Monet Exchange and Patty. And this woman comes up to me. She goes, are you the host of Ghost Hunt? I was like, Hell yes, I am. 5.35 million views. Wow. That's crazy. There's got to be a husband in that bunch. I know. Guys, we fucked us trying to find me. I want to go back to this. Yeah. We're we're, we're going off the rails Also, God bless the guys we fuck girls. They're so inspiring. God bless America. They're buddies of ours. They're so inspiring. They did things the right way. I love and them. I'm just so I'm so fucking proud of them. But can we talk? Can we talk? We talk. I, I okay. I, wh- have you ever thought about transitioning? Yes. Yeah, I did. And I'm only asking that because this is multiple times you brought it up. No, I have. But there's we got a couple roadblocks here. Right. One, I forget to take my Adderall. Obviously. I forget to take my vitamin it's not E about, oil. It's not about I don't you even forgetting. remember to br- floss my teeth and brush my but face. Emma, floss my teeth and brush my face. I, I just said floss my teeth and brush my face. I, I am not responsible am, enough to take the hormones. But I, I just said am, brush my face. Emma, I, this, brush is what my my, face? this is what my therapist would say. Is that brush you're, my face. You're avoiding. Because forgetting to do stuff doesn't have to do with the need. Do you see what I'm saying? The need and the wants of transitioning has nothing to do with how forgetful you are. That's an excuse. So what I'm saying is the core value of you and what your needs and wants are, regardless to how forgetful you are, whether you're brushing your face, right. has this been something that you've thought about? Take, of course. Take out? Tons of times. And okay. it, to the point where it actually, because I'd say, I forget what it was. I was with that amazing, wonderful, inspiring person who was definitely more straight. Um, 
Susan Boyle. Daniela. That was this girl I dated. She was fucking awesome. Yeah. But she was definitely more straight because there's been two like long relationships I've had which like have not been very sexual. And I think it's because both the people were more straight. And when I get into it, I'm like, I'm basically trans. I like to, you know, be seen like that. And then it's like no problem. But then at a certain point, it like, you know, it's different than being with like a penis man. So then it like, I feel like that does. Yeah, but it doesn't have to do with having a penis. It has to do with the feeling on the inside. I don't know why I'm explaining this. No, but I always, yeah, well, I always, yeah, but I feel like, I don't know if I would trust myself enough to like try to take, I mean, taking hormones and all that stuff. Yeah, it could be good, but I've got so much stuff going on. I don't even know. Like, what do you think would happen with career wise? You'd probably blow up. You think so? But you can't be like that. I forget to take them. I have no it doubt. It doesn't mean you're not transgender, even if you forgot to take them. Right. That's, and I'm not that's implying true. you're transgender. I'm well, saying. Well, I definitely am something. Yeah, definitely like something. Maybe I should try to start. But I, because de- I definitely like relate to like guys like 100% more. Which I, there's also, I think we we can celebrate to the fact that you relate more with a certain energy and it doesn't. Yeah, the man you know, one. And I, I, well, yeah. And like I couldn't believe that someone said, who pays in the first day? I said, well, me, I'm the man. So I shouldn't open doors for you? Oh, no, you can. I like that, too. Guess what happened in L.A.? What happened? Well, I wouldn't Another like, straight no, man hit no. on you? If the girl did that, if a girl opened a door for me, fine. If it was just a fluke. I'm almost a woman. Th- which is great. <laughs> that if, if, if a girl that I was dating opened the door for me, okay, fine. Maybe they just got to it first. But if they, like, shuffled ahead to get the door, nah, 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 man, What is that? I'd say, I'd say, hold on, sweet tits. I got it. And then they'd go, huh? See, last but, night I was no, with my friend Monet. I opened the door. I'm the man. Last night I was with my friend Monet, full drag. And I keep forget. This is, okay. This is how this is how often I'm hanging out with drag queens that I forget they're in drag. Oh, when we're When we're walking so around, we're having a normal conversation and people's <laughs> eyes and heads and, I mean, it's like people everywhere are just looking there. They, they, like, they come to the table. When you're with a drag queen, people just of come course. to the table. And I'm, I'm putting on a show. I completely forget. That's funny. I complete, even though the <laughs> night before Monet and I, he was in boy clothes and we played Super Smash Brothers till 3 a.m. And the next day, nine feet tall, wig, heels, you're just used to dick, it. And I forget. And then people are reacting to them totally differently when they're in drag. Oh my God. When, when you're like, and the thing I hated too is like my makeup for my, when I did drag and I, I should have Monet do it. When I did drag for Molly Austin's pilot, which the pilot was so much fun, but the drag makeup wasn't so good. Right. They didn't know how to. They didn't know how to do drag. Right. So I was mad because I knew what real drag makeup looked like. And then I walk out and people do treat you differently. They're like, ooh, fabulous. And I want to be like, not with this makeup. Right. This is not fabulous. Right. I guess. The wig was great. When people are probably being supportive, which is much better than people being not supportive. I just think that if you had a therapist, you could sit down and talk about, go to my You know what I'm so scared of? I'm petrified that I'm going to see a therapist, and through talking to a therapist, it's going to come out that I shouldn't be doing entertainment. That's what I'm freaked out about. No, 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 no. You go to my therapist. He only sees comedians. Yeah, I should. Okay, your therapist. Yeah, I would be open to seeing him uh, or, again. Or I would say go see a therapist so you can talk about these issues. Someone who I'm not saying you're transgender, right? But I'm saying is you yourself feel that you uh, you feel more masculine energy, but you don't know where to place those feelings, right. and now it's affecting your sex life, which I also think well, has to do with your home. Yeah, I actually think that my sex life and relationships are less about me, the gender stuff, which would well, yeah. Right. That definitely affects relationship stuff, too. But I would say the main roadblocks in relationships, yeah, probably my living situation, my schedule, 
also it's like you and I have a very similar schedule so what I'm saying is like I don't resort to drinking sometimes so that's right. something that you have to stop but I've got doing. addiction problems so that yes, is why do. I would be like we were, we were at the even cellar even with sugar I have problems with sugar well that's what we were talking about yeah. we, we were at the cellar the other night yep. I got cheese no there was, there was the, the dough <gasps> ice cream literally place cooking dough, dough yeah, cookie is dough. on the motherfucking table and I had a like morsel of it and I was like that's enough for me right now I didn't touch that but the reason was is because I had eaten two pies not whole pies mini pies right there's mini pies vegan what kind of pie vegan and gluten free I had a lemon lime These tart and a uh, coconut one but I don't the, like coconut it's not about why you do it's not about what you're doing it's about why you do it so, so but you were saying that you're addicted to sugar because you asked right. the table like don't you want to keep eating this because it's so full of sugar yeah because also like the second I'll have some sugar I'll want more if I'm in a healthy balanced place I don't have that affinity towards sugar now right. Robin who we had on and she talks about this openly she has she is very open like sugar is her thing my thing of choice wouldn't necessarily be sugar mine it, what's the thing you crave the in- most i guess snorting adderall drinking emma and- i was talking about like food oh food snorting adderall <laughs> yeah i haven't done that in years but i loved it is it that's just cocaine yeah but i've never done coke but i used why to, don't just take the pill i do it's now. even easier to i do. loved i used to snort adderall back in the day for what what does it make you i would feel? i haven't it. even done coke i've, I've barely done, done pop um, and both of us aren't good with pot. I called it call, pot. Yeah, we called it the pot. What are you supposed to call it? Oh, I, well, Weed? Marijuana? So, the Mary Jane? We, the green grass? When we were talking, the dragon? When we were talking about doing pot, my friend was like, when you're in LA, we were talking about this because she'd asked, when you're in LA, can you get me some pot? And both you and I were like, no, we're not transporting the pot. So I told her, I was like, I can't bring you Which pot. I, by the way, that makes me mad that someone would ask that question. Well, I don't have a problem with pot. So... If it was, just, I mean, to transport drugs in the airport, fuck you. Go get your own goddamn drugs. She was totally cool when I said no to it, but so I. But said, it makes me mad. So I was like, no, I can't do it. And then they had some like weed delivery thing where they like bring you cookies and oil, and I was no, like, no, thank you. So I said no, no, thank then you. Then the last, day I, I already look like Jafar. Right, I'm not going through the airport with pot. <laughs> right. They asked me on the last day of set. Someone gave weeds legal in in. Uh, I almost said weeds legal in marijuana. I'm having a day. Weeds legal in California. So someone gave me a joint on the last, and I was like, oh. A joint, and they're like, "Yeah, how, you know, great working with you. Here's a present." So I was like, "I should just bring the joint." No, to, now I didn't. I so I brought it with me in the Uber, and then I started getting scared, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm gonna have to put this in my butt." That's what I thought. I was like, "I'm gonna have to put oh, it in my butt." Throw it out, and then I was like, "Wait, why am I gonna put something up in my butt just to bring and no a plastic joint? over it?" Well, I would have put in some plastic. But and also, still, who wants to smoke pot that's been up your ass? Also, we know, we know that I would do. We know, I. I mean, I would of do it. Of course, you do it I would it get wrong. into the airport. I'd feel like everyone knew. I'd be like, "You're right. I got weed in my butt." And, and then, like, what would they say if they're like, "Ma'am, we, we have weed in your butt"? I'd be like, You'd "I be know like, I do. I'm fucked up. I didn't have a full on breakdown. I'm I just I'm just like, like I don't know what's going on. They'd How be like, often do you cry? Well, I hadn't recently, but I hadn't for a while. But recently, I have been. But so I just took the joint and I put it in the Uber, and then I jumped out of the Uber and said, "There's a joint in the back," and then I ran to the airport. Can I ask you when you drank on Monday or yeah. whatever? How much did you drink? I had four beers, and I've got to tell you this: four beers. Six, You're a tiny girl. Six, six. Emma. But here's the thing: so one, so I got sick, and it wasn't fun. It was not in a good, but but it got sick later at, in the hotel room. But so did the showcase. I actually have friends in LA. In New York, I don't have that many friends. So I had three friends that I ended up hanging out with, and we had a great time. Now one of them knows that I don't drink, and the other two didn't know why the third one was being weird. Because she was like, "Emma, what are you doing?" And I was like, "I'm drinking wine." I flew all the way out to LA. I got treated by shit by the showcase, shit by the the, the people that are. Well, you, why don't you, you know. have someone you can call to say, "I feel like I'm going to drink"? I do. I just didn't call them. Why didn't you? 
Because I just didn't want to do it. Why didn't it. you call me? There's lots of people I could call. Why would you call? Actually, I even talked to two of them. And, but then... Am I shaming you? No, no. But this is the thing. The thing with like drinking and getting healthy or any kind of substance thing and then getting healthy, uh, there are a lot of like setbacks in it. So now for me, like the jig of drinking... Well, I know about setbacks. Is fun. Not fun. So now it's like, okay, it's not like I'm like going to go off in a bender. It's like, that sucked. It's, no, it's not fun for me anymore. So now it's like I got to figure out... You know, just dealing with it. I was, you know, I used when I was at Studio Fifty Four. Yeah, what you? What was your food of choice? My food of choice was just a little bit of cocaine. <laughs> I love that you said, "What's your? What's your?" And I said, "Snorting Adderall." I, know, I was like, Ugh. I was gonna say, if I don't go like three days without pasta, I have to make <laughs> pasta. And you're like, "Well, snorting Adderall." I'm like, "Whoa!" What's your? And then also, I like how, I like like dirty raunchy sex. But then sometimes, like, I feel like... I mean, I could get into that, but I also have to feel, like, so safe. Right, me too. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the thought... Then, like, even that magic mic stripper... I wonder if he, like, heard about this. But, like, even that, like, I was, like, in the back of my mind... Is like, dirty? I was, like... I mean, it was great. Yeah. But in the back of my mind, I'm, like, what am I doing? Right. What am I doing? Sam Morell has a great joke where he talks about coming on his girlfriend's face and then right afterwards, I, I he's just like, saw we it. are not these kind of people. We are people. not these kind of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then, then, she, then he goes, I got her like a warm, hot towel to wipe it off. Yes. It's like I gave her a real I was facial. really just giving her a facial. Sam Morell yeah. is so funny. He also just shot his Comedy yes, Central special. He's going to be doing an hour on Comedy Central. Good that's for him. That's wild. Now, that's I fucking someone love him. works so hard, writes great jokes, just a good fucking I do Joe Mackey impressions for him for his podcast. Really? Yeah. And Joe Mackey heard it and thought that it was himself. Oh, that's special. Yeah. That's an Emma Wellman move right there. Well, because it's, it's a perfect Joe Mackey impression. Really? Yes, it is. I hope he gets super famous so then you can do those impressions. Oh, that, that sure would be a lot of fun. If I could do a Joe Mackey impression and then he could go out and do a gang, that'd be, that'd be all so great. That's not exact. If you listen to Joe Mackey, Google Joe Mackey, M-A-C-H-I. Is that not Joe Mackey? That's right? a really and good I Joe love- Mackey. So, hey, gang, how's it going? Uh, so, that's why I talked today about Sam. Sam's the Sam's the kid, not me, and that's right. Is that not that's Joe really Maggie? good? Thank you. When I did that, Michelle Wolf's jaw dropped. Yeah, that's like bizarrely dropped. Good. Uh, we have to like end this. Yeah, we got to wrap it up. So we've got your show, your holiday, your Christmas show, December eighteenth at Club Cummings on Tuesday, seven o'clock. Me, Melissa Villasenor, Henry Kapersky, singing Christmas time is in the air. And then, what do I have coming up? Just go to the website. Come see Emma and I at the cellar. Yeah, come see us at the cellar. And and we neither of us are on a brunch show soon. But I am. Oh, I got brunch you is, this Sunday. Uh, I'm there Sunday night. I didn't put in my... You put in your avails for what days you can do it. I didn't do that for brunch. But I'll come hang out. I'll have coffee. Uh, and eat. Yeah, come here. Um, but I, so if you if just come to the come to shows or whatever, love to meet you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Oh my god! I hope you guys get as much out of this as we Someone give me some MQMs on Delta. The most specific. I'm begging you. This is the most specific request I've ever heard of. If someone, get, how about this? If someone gives me those MQMs, oh I will god. draw you a picture. Oh, all right. That's not what I thought you were going to say. A date? I'll go on a date. Uh, Am I whoring myself out? I mean, I thought you were going to say give him a blowjob, Emma. And I was about to go Mateo. Emma. No, I'm, but you didn't what say that. What kind of woman do you think I, I am? I got confused. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tweet at me. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thanks, guys. Bye.